Welcome to the Tuesday Review. I'm Nathan, as always, joined by James and Callum, and special guest Alan in the studio. How are you going, um, boys? Back What's again, going twice on? in a row. Twice in a row. We are so lucky to have him back in the studio again. But I am. Uh, I haven't watched the movie, so I mean, it's not much that, for a loss. That's yeah, fine. So, what we're talking about today. <laughs> you didn't miss much. Uh, so we are talking about the new Disney Plus. Uh, no, Marvel. It is. We watch it on Disney Plus. Yeah, but, but Disney Plus, Disney Marvel. Plus? It's we watch it through Disney Plus. Yeah, but um, it, it, the new Marvel, the new Marvel MCU. Movie. But you could also call it the new Disney Plus film because it is streaming through Disney Plus. Yeah. We'll talk about that. Yeah, is it not at the cinemas or is it? In it is in no, cinemas. It is, yeah. So yeah, it, it, it's in the new Marvel. movie. The new Marvel movie. Yeah, um, Black yeah, Widow. Black Widow, which is a prequel. So we're used to late at this point. Yeah, yeah, way too late. Um, it takes place both in the sort of younger years of um, what's it, it basically Natasha Romanoff. Natasha Romanoff. It, it it takes place right after Civil War. Yeah, and um, we get much. flashbacks. Pretty, yeah, a uh, couple of flashbacks. A few flashbacks, but uh, but yeah. So we've got a lot to get through because listeners, we've got a doozy for you this week. Um, and so I'm going to be rambling and yelling and carry on, and I apologize in advance, and I apologize. We'll for try all. and reel them in. <laughs> yeah. Um. Black Widow, we've talked about this before, but it warrants repeating. Black Widow was introduced into the MC, is a fan favorite comic book character since the 60s, but was introduced in the MCU in Iron Man 2. Mm -hmm. 11 years ago? Since then, fans have been telling Marvel, we want a Black Widow movie. We want a Black Widow movie. Where's our Black Widow movie? And Marvel... There was like, no, oh, no, not yet. People aren't, uh, people aren't ready. And we kept saying, we want a Black Widow movie. Black Widow movie. Then Wonder Woman comes out in 2017, and that was quite successful. And that was successful. Yeah. And that was there were there had been other solo superhero films, but that was like the first really big main blockbuster one. Yeah. And it was like, well, Marvel, you were winning the superhero movie war against DC but they beat you to the solo yeah female yeah. hero uh film they got that milestone first yeah, yeah. um and they were like and we were, we're like you know come on where's our black widow movie and they were like no oh, maybe you know da, 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 da. we'll give you captain marvel first then they gave us captain <laughs> marvel in 2018 or 2019 yeah. and that wasn't a good movie no <laughs> but it, it happened yeah um and then, and people were like, come on, man. And then Endgame came out and they killed off Black Widow. Spoiler yeah. alert for all the Marvel movies. And it's like, well... What's the point now? What's Yeah. yeah. And then they announced, we're doing it. Hey, everyone, we're doing a Black Widow movie. Yay. <laughs> and I was like, well, what's the point? Yeah. You wasted 10 years. You killed her off. And now you're giving us a weird consolation prize. Yeah, and we said before that when we saw the trailer for Black Widow, it was again it was supposed to come out over a year ago, but then COVID happened, so it's been delayed until now. Well, when the trailer came out like a year ago, we were like too little, too late. Yeah, we don't like you killed her off. Like, what's the what's the point of this? Yeah, yeah. Like, come on. So we're at this stage now where it's unfortunately they announced it, so therefore they have to make it. Yeah, you and then they're I mean? like. <laughs> So we get the movie. Um, look, I'm just gonna say it's not good. It's a bad yeah. movie. It's unnecessary. It doesn't really add anything new. Yeah, and it's a waste of time. Yeah, it probably um, is the worst Marvel movie so far. 
what it's close to near the bottom yeah what did you put at the bottom then I really hate Captain Marvel. Very good. Yeah. We all agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> Send your complaints Captain, somewhere Captain else. Captain Marvel. Yeah. Captain Marvel's better than this, though. You like Captain Marvel, so you're biased against, you know, against, and you, you know. At least, at least, this movie it makes mistakes with its villain, but it doesn't, in my opinion, seem to hate some of the characters. But I feel like they did well, in Captain Marvel. Yeah, I mean, so they, I would say Marvel's still si- at the they bottom. They both have similar problems, yeah. which but we'll Marvel's still at the bottom, and yeah. it'll stay there for probably a long but, time. But but anyway, and you know, it's also a shame because they're the two female-led yeah. movies, and so it's easy for people to go, "Well, you didn't like them because they were female." It's like, no, it's because yeah. they were bad movies. Yeah, and the pr- the and problem the people is- making them weren't thinking about making a good movie. They were just like, we got to churn this out quickly. It's funny because, you know, obviously uh, <coughs> we, we review movies for the show. Yeah. And we're not professional in the sense, of course, that we don't get paid like some people do get paid handsomely to review movies yeah. professionally. We're not corporate shills. We exactly. tell the truth. Exactly, no. That's, exactly, that's the problem. We tell it as we see it. Yeah. And sometimes that means we like movies that other people don't like. Sometimes we don't like movies that everyone else thinks is the best. Yeah. And this is one of those Water instances. World. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. This is one of those instances where you look at the reviews for Black Widow and it's pretty positive across the board for like the like the big reviewers. Yeah. They're saying excellent, you know, really yeah. well done. Fights the patriarchy, yeah, power. Yeah. I mean some that. of these But then you go to the the like the user reviews and some of the people are like, I thought it sucked. And I'm like, I feel like it's one of those situations where you some people can't really be objective because there's an inbuilt need to say positive things I about a movie you mean that's like the part that's, where that's so important yeah, that's the movie so important think, to the user base yeah you I, can't do you really want to say black widow sucks i i think we've talked about this before there there are implicit and like there have been allegations of basically threats by the major studios and, yeah. and companies behind the movies Two negative reviewers being like, we yeah. need, you know, if we don't give this a positive review, you, you might, might get not free tickets, get yeah. access to like their next movies and that kind of stuff. So I'm sure there's business dealings that go on behind the scenes that may or may not reflect Influence on things, the yeah. reviews that uh, get written. Yeah, you don't want to but say bad things not, about a movie that's so important to people who want Black Widow. I remember when Last Jedi came out and there were all these great reviews and we were really confused as to why. And we were like, oh, Disney has to be paying the reviewers. <laughs> and there was this conspiracy. And it's like, and all the reviewers were like, of course they're not paying us. It's ridiculous. And I'm like, well, of course, like, even if that's true and they're not getting paid and they're not corporate shields, there is a cultural uh, necessity yeah. surrounding the movies like this. It's like a necessity to like it. It's almost, yeah, like it's either a necessity or you feel like if you don't like it, then something's wrong. Yeah. What, what was that? There was that movie, and with a certain uh, film reviewer, popular in the UK, reviewed well, skyscraper. Was, no, not skyscraper. Oh. Same reviewer, but, but yeah, um, yeah, it was the Oprah movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was terrible. It, and he had to do a certain reviewer. Oh, had to Wrinkle do, in Time. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And a certain reviewer had to do a review for it. Yeah. And he was struggling to say positive things about it. He was like, mm, some of the scenes look pretty. Eight out of ten. That's. That's the thing is, like, we don't mince words. We're not worried about offending people. Like, if a movie's bad, it's bad, and we will say it's bad. And we'll explain to our best ability why it's bad. Exactly. We're and not we, going to just say it's bad. Just yeah. Be like, and know. we like to deep dive into why it's bad. And yeah. it's not bad because the surface reads yeah. Yeah. that nerds but like film, to argue about on the net. We're like, it's bad because the filmmaking is bad. Yeah. Or, 
and, and it can genuinely be bad just because of Brie Larson. But you know, uh, I don't. I don't agree. I don't agree. I think she 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 could have been really good. That was a director writer. Yeah, problem. you can only do but so much. But you just see the attitude outside of. That's the also film? another. We or won't like, talk about that. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Enough preamble. Yeah, yeah, that was a long preamble that shouldn't have gone that long. <laughs> That's all I could partake full, in. Full spoilers for Black Widow. It's Marvel. MCU you're either spoilers. in. You're either in or you're out. Yeah. You're going to see it if you've seen all the other ones. If you haven't seen all the other ones, there's no point in choosing this one as your yeah. one to see. Well, straight off the bat, it's pretty bad as well. The um, this the credits are kind of boring straight off the bat. The opening credits were like really... So Okay, so the movie starts in a flashback in 1995 yeah. where young Natasha is in America with her younger sister uh who's not her real sister but but yeah adopted. and her two parents who are actually all undercover russian agents yeah which is a cool idea i watched the americans it was awesome but that took place during the cold war and this is 1995 i know stuff like this probably still happens but it's kind of out whatever. of place. Yeah, yeah it's out of it's dated or whatever the word is, and anachronistic or whatever. Yeah, anachronistic. Yeah. Um. But anyway, they're in America. They're living a normal life. Um. But then they get found out, and so they have to quickly leave. Um. And then the family's broken up, and uh, Natasha is taken back to the Red Room, which is the Black Widow School, yep. which we heard about <laughs> in Age of Ultron, I believe. Um, where she's trained to be this um, perfect James assassin. Bond. James yeah. Bond, essentially. It's like James Bond school for sort MCU of. characters. Yeah, but it's like all female like yeah. assassins, and they, that's where they trained her. Um, and, like, so, yeah, the, the, that, that happens, and then it cuts to, like, a weird indie, like, folk cover of Smells Like Teen Spirit. <laughs> yeah, that's so weird. And I was just like... Who chose the music for this movie? Also, the family, their their song that they like to sing is <laughs> "Bye Bye Miss yeah. America." And I was like, "Really? Like this is it's too so on the nose." Like, oh, they're not a real Americans. It get it? Yeah. It's so it's tone, tone deaf. Yeah, tone deaf. Like it, it feels like they're pulling suggestions out of a hat and just applying them to scenes. Yeah. It's just the easiest song to yeah, choose. It, yeah. It's just like the cheesiest. So, and this actually this actually pretty much applies across the board for the film. But it's like they're just getting people into... Uh, what's the word? Uh, limericks. It's like, how can we form a movie? It's like David Lynch said, you get eight You get eight cards. You yeah. write something that happens eight cards, you got a movie. It's like that if they were like wrote down generic it, spy it stuff. It definitely felt like... Paint, paint by the numbers like they need a song to bring the family yeah. together but it feels like but there it was... has to be an American song because yeah. they're not real Americans wink wink yeah it feels like there was no one who was like I don't know if this is the right word consistency there was like no there's no internal consistency in terms of the songs it's like they just had some guys like oh yeah like uh, it smells like Teen Spirit's a good song no, put no, that no, on it's Natasha's not, it's a teenager in this scene yeah, it's, it's Teenage Spirit by Nirvana yeah, that's, the, that's the consistency it's not that there wasn't consistency it's that the consistency is stupid yeah it's yeah. the choices which they have stupid. no the, the songs don't reflect much of what's actually happening in the movie so much as they're just an observation yeah. but anyway this is like the, the first setting. five minutes who cares <laughs> right so I mean the problem with like 
generally prequels aren't a good idea. We don't need to yeah. see how a certain character got to where they are. If we saw a character in a movie, that's where they were supposed to be. Like that's yeah. the more interesting part of their life. Their origin might inform their character, but do we really need to see it? So you, you, you're making a dangerous thing when you go back and try to fill in all the gaps. Yeah. Also, by doing that, you have to start retconning things and changing things and explaining things. And it's like you start... It has ripple effects. And yeah. this is why Captain Marvel didn't work. And this is why Black Widow doesn't work. Two prequel movies that start to change the rest of the 25-plus movie Yeah, it, it, changes, it changes the context of the character. Yeah. Yeah. And also, you start explaining little stupid things that don't need to explain. Like, how did Black Widow get a vest in Infinity War? Yeah. Black Widow tells you. Excuse me? What? Yeah. <laughs> why do we... Why was that a plot point? Like, yeah. I know this is just a stupid thing, but it's like, what? Like, it's dumb. Like, yeah. we don't need any of this. If you are going to do a prequel... Do something that really fleshes out the world and the character so much. I was it's such a weird choice to just have this movie take place right after Civil War and like not really nothing really happens and then at the end, right before the authorities come to arrest uh Black Widow She's like, oh, I gotta go find Steve Rogers. <laughs> yeah, and then well, it ends. I was like, well, that's a much more interesting movie leading into Infinity War that I would have had, would have rather yeah. have seen. But now that you know, being in the place that we're in, where canonically speaking, she's dead. Yeah, um, it would have been much better for them to do like, com- like before, like the MCU. Like, what was she doing on her own? I thought, yeah, separate from they should have all the events that came after. They they should have definitely leaned more on like the Red Room her early years. Yeah. But then you have to de-age her or cast a younger actor or something like that. And so they probably didn't want to do that. Also, because they killed her off, they now have the hard job of replacing her with another Black Widow or, you know, a, a similar counterpart, yeah. which I think this movie was trying to do with Le- Yelena. Florence Pugh, by the way, who plays Yelena, is the best part of this movie, and she's great. She is much better, yeah, than um, uh, her, her counterpart in Natasha in this movie. Yeah, but the movie doesn't do a good job of really setting her up as the next Black Widow or the next... Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you are going to make a prequel that, that Actually, no, sets David up... Harbour, David Harbour comes pretty close. He's pretty good. But, like, if you're going to make a prequel that sets up the person who's going to take on the mantle moving forward... Make yeah. the movie just about that. Yeah. This movie really awkwardly tries to shoehorn in all this... Like, she's got her adopted father, David Harbour's character, <coughs> Red Guardian. Her adopted mother, Melina, played by uh, Rachel Weisz. And her adopted sister, Yelena. And it's like, they're shoehorning all this. Yeah, I'm like, I think, cut all this out. I think the problem is, they were probably, uh, at this point, they were probably contractually obligated to give ScarJo a standalone film. And they also wanted to deal with setting up but the if, next... So but that's, they were trying to put this That's two, the thing, yeah. right? If, if, you, if you need to do the film, and which you should have done years and years ago when people asked for it, and you need to introduce the new Black Widow or someone who's going to take over the mantle or something like that, 
Then just make the movie about that. Yeah, it's yeah. two. It's two different movies they're trying to make. This movie then start. It's like brings it's, it. It's, yeah, she has it, a she realis- has a family. That's a theme yeah, now because re- realistically, Fast and Furious. realistically, it should have been. Yeah, it, it, it should have been about family. It should have yeah. been setting up the next Black Widow, yeah. but instead, this contractually obligated to make it about Scarlett Johansson, probably. No, but right? it's not about. I'm not no, talking about the contractual no, no, obligation. No, 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 no. I know you're not. I know you're not. But that's the bind they're in. Because it's like they're trying to, yeah, you know, obviously with... Um, they did, it, Like, when we were watching this movie, I said, this movie is so bad. It's not a case of, oh, they should have done this a bit differently. They should have yeah, done this. The whole thing needs to the be The whole erased. thing needs to be rewritten yeah, page yeah. one. Yeah. And no, part what, of that rewriting... What, but what I'm saying... still making it about Black Widow, but in making it about... Yelena and Black Widow's relationship and why Yelena will become Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But Black like Widow it should have been it should have been like less that. about the uh we'll say the old Black Widow with um Natasha yeah. and more about well, the new That just brings in another upcoming. Yeah. That just brings in another problem where it's like you're gonna finally make the standalone film of a dead character yeah, that's, and having to introduce her counterpart and it's like so it doesn't really matter what you do with it. It should have been a movie about Yelena first. <laughs> exactly. You know what would have been, um, you know what been great? Natasha second. Yeah. If it was a bluff and like when the Black Widow movie's released, Black Widow's dead. It's about Yelena. I would have much preferred that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, she's the or, new Black Widow. It's like, what happened to Scarlett Johansson? Yeah. Let's find out. Yeah. I think this movie would have been much better as a Disney Plus TV show. Yeah. Um, and it could have been like a combination of the origin story of Black Widow, uh, origin story of Yelena, and then sort of, sort of transitioning into Yelena becoming the yeah. new Black Widow. Alternatively, you could make this movie, I think, I, I said to you, one interesting thing would do is the first half sets up who Yelena is and Black Widow, her relationship with Black Widow, and then the second half flashes forward after uh, Endgame, and it's about, like, Yelena after that. Yeah. And so she becomes Black Widow in the movie. Yeah. Um, I think Yelena in the comic books becomes White Widow at one point, so they, they can have both Black Widow and White Widow. Um, and they can always bring ScarJo back. I mean, it's, it's comics. comics. Yeah, multiverse ScarJo. I'm pretty sure Black Widow in the comics is actually a clone because she died, and now she's like. So oh, they she could, could be they a can scroll. That. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> but you see, like they could have literally done anything, and what they should have done is one made this movie years and years ago. Yeah. But two, if you've killed off your character and you need to introduce the new character taking up the mantle. I mean, they hop, they made a whole season of a show to show you how Falcon became yeah, Captain actually, America. That's that's right. I kind of, I almost want to say it's a sexist approach to Black Widow to not give her a show when it, it's almost perfect for TV. But again, this goes back it, to what James it, said. The movie, sh- the movie, yeah, the, like, the decision to make this a movie was probably yeah. made years ago. That's true. And yeah, they were exactly. long in the idea of making yeah. it a it's movie. People have been asking for it. People, and yeah. they've yeah. killed and her it was off in production and finally hell. like, yeah. oh, finally we're going to do it. And it's like too little, too late. I think if they were presented with the opportunity today, it probably would be a TV show. It would be. I think if they were making the decision now, I think it would Definitely. be a TV show. If, co- yeah, if, they didn't, if they didn't know about the whole COVID, obviously yeah. no one knew about COVID, but it's like, yeah, they... they and it would yeah. have been much better for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I still maintain this could have been a movie and worked well. Yeah, well, I mean, getting onto the movie itself... Yeah, let's there's, talk about the movie. <laughs> there's, there's so much fat in the script. 
unbelievable amounts of fat. I think James was saying when we watched it, there's things like basically oh, the five, first th- five things happen in the course of the whole movie. Nin- 90, better, a, 90 minutes into yeah. the movie. The movie's about two hours, 10 minutes roughly. Yeah. 90 minutes into the movie. So the running time of a full movie pretty yeah. much. I was like, nothing has happened. Yeah. A better, I think James said, a better director could fit all of the pretty much everything, most of what happens in this film into like 45 minutes. But that's the thing. I was like, it's the script that's the problem. Yeah. On on like, you need a re, re yeah. So like straight off the bat, it. straight off the bat, you see a couple of actiony things, but then like the movie really kind of gets rolling when ScarJo is like living in a caravan. Yeah. So and, there's and the then opening. It finally scene. introduces the villain. Yeah. There's. A, well, I know we're going back and forth, yeah. but this movie's so bad, and I have so much to say, and we we don't have a lot of time. There's an opening scene where the kids in the nineties. So she shipped back to Russia because they found out. Yep. She goes back to the uh, red, room. red room, the the assassin school. She gets trained there, but we don't see any of that. We no. we do a weird title sequence, flash forward to just after Civil War. She's on the run from the authorities because she helped uh, Captain America escape in Civil War. So she's hiding out in Norway, I think, in a caravan. Um and like quite a lot of time goes past, nothing happens. Quite boring. Then what happens? She gets attacked by Taskmaster. Yeah. Oh no! Before that, we see Yelena. Yeah. yeah. There's the introduction to yeah, the, the Yelena's case with the yeah. With the Yelena's being mind controlled by the Black Widow. Impossibly school. one of the better sequences of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which bit? The, the bit with Yelena at when, the start when, 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 when she starts in the, Morocco. And it was all right. Yeah. But anyway, she, she's, she, she's, Yelena is still a black widow. She's being mind controlled to be a mindless assassin. There's a scientist lady or an ex black widow who got out and developed a the antidote to the mind control. A powder. I guess. Yelena, yeah. Yelena kills her, but the lady uh, sprays the red gas in her face. And now she's not mind controlled anymore. So she sends the antidote to, Black Widow, who's just hiding out, chilling. And then Taskmaster comes and tries to get her. And, oh, fuck. Now we have to talk about Taskmaster. Oh, my God. I'm I'm sorry, everyone. Okay. My, my, my mind is going a mile a minute. It's we right. have to reset the show. Like, let's... No, no, no. Let me... Let me let's, we'll, we'll just... It's fine. You so, take over. I, yeah, I honestly... Yeah, I don't know what Taskmaster... Yeah, yeah. So, Taskmaster in the comics is a villain who essentially... He's not, they're not supernatural, but in, when you get to comics, certain people are so good at abilities, they might as well be supernatural. Yeah. Taskmaster is one of those characters who has no innate abilities of a magical source, but his thing he's is technically that, not a mutant, is he? No. Huh. Their thing is that they, I don't think he is, they can match anyone's fighting abilities yeah. just by observing them. Yeah. So you're basically like, it's like mirror abilities. Yeah. So you can watch any, like a video of anyone fighting yeah. and he can duplicate that exactly. He, he can't copy Captain America's super strength, but, yeah, but he can the way copy he Captain America's fighting style. He can yeah. learn the shield technique just by watching Captain America. Yeah, exactly. So he's very hard to fight. Yeah, because it's like fighting a mirror. You exactly. Can, like, no, you can't hide anything from him in terms yeah, of your any, any move you come up with, he's going to he be can able counter to. It. Yeah, yeah. Because he also knows they also know the repertoire of and like every other MCU character yeah. too. So there's always a perfect exactly. Rebuttal. And in the comics, he's like one of the best mercenaries. Yeah. 
and like pretty much every evil organization in the Marvel comics has hired him to train their men or to kill someone for them because he is so good. So Taskmaster doesn't have superpowers per se, but his abilities come from having injected himself with SS something German. Didn't Uh, he he inject that himself after he... he already had the ability, though. He injected it after to enhance well, the ability. Um, so anyway, we're getting anyway, involved yeah, in anyway, stuff. In the, regardless, my point is it's not magic. He's in the comics, a, it's yeah. a little more complicated. Yeah. But anyway, he doesn't have superpowers, he, he, but he's, he's an enhanced. interesting character because yeah. he's got a cool skull mask and he can copy... Yeah, and he's got the cool shield and, and yeah. he's, just, he's just cool. And he's a mercenary, like, you know, yeah. so working, going around the world. Full spoilers, right? Full spoilers because yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop something hilarious. Yeah. We're watching the movie. Taskmaster's been introduced, I so think, at this point. He's, he's introduced when he, she's in Norway. She's got the package that yeah. has the, the red uh, antidote in it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, something off screen explodes her car. Yeah. And we were laughing. Like, what the hell was that? I think it was a rocket. <laughs> but it, it, looks, it looks like the Flash. <laughs> the flash. Yeah, it's it hilarious. was so quick and bizarre. And then she, she's fighting uh, Taskmaster. Yeah. And the CGI in this movie is rough. It's real bad. It's yeah. pretty Oof. bad. Yeah. It's rubbery. It's video yeah. gamey. And she's fighting Taskmaster and he does some copier moves. And then we don't see him again for most of the movie. Yeah. He comes back in the middle. Now, it's it's funny because we start watching one of the earlier sequences shows a decision that Scarlet Witch struggles with. In Scarlet uh, Witch? Black Widow. Black Widow. Black Widow. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Spider. <laughs> yeah. Scarlet, I'm sorry. I'm getting my MCU Scarlet characters mixed Spider, up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, um... One of the core problems that um, Natasha faces in this film is kind of like her grip of killing an innocent person. Yeah. And so when you see the innocent person die on screen, James well, goes, James goes, that's going to be Taskmaster. Yeah. Marvel would never let Black Widow kill so, kill a child so on screen. In, in, in Avengers, uh, Black Widow says she's got red on, red on her ledger. Which you don't know what that means, but she, she it, says you assume she she's says, killed people. She's killed yeah. a lot of people. She's done terrible things. Um, and Loki says to her, you know, like Drakov's daughter, you know, and he mentions other things that she did. And you don't know what that is, but you know it's bad. She's got blood on her hands. Yeah. And her her defection to Shield, which you don't see in the movies, happens a few years before Iron Man Two. Um. She's trying to make things right by being a hero. Um, now, this movie takes place after the Avengers, but references the fact that she killed a little girl when trying to kill the general guy. Yeah. Uh, Drakov, I think his name is. Yeah. Yeah, I just said that, didn't I? Anyway, um, Dra- yeah, she's going to kill the general guy who's like the head of the red room who was like yeah. the the the, the only the way the of this assassin. only way to safely assassinate this yeah. general would be to use the daughter yeah. as a as means bait. of yeah. getting close to yeah. the general and as soon as that happened i was like there's no way yeah. disney's going to let one of their heroes An kill Avenger, a little no girl less. Yeah. on screen yeah um and i was like i bet you she's taskmaster because it's he's wearing a mask and he doesn't say anything the whole yeah. movie and at the end of the movie lo and yeah. behold <laughs> takes off and he's like it's actually she's the got dog. like a little burn scar yeah. um and it's like actually it's it's his daughter. daughter and, and she's weirdly she's, aged up <laughs> she's yeah and the timeline doesn't make sense cuz the daughter um, should be like the what, 15 yeah, or something at the most probably not and even. the real and, step in the face 
is that the powers aren't even like some cool learning yeah. technique that and they give her. She has like a microchip. She, she's just like a cyborg. Like yeah. they just plugged a chip in her head. And I was just like, what? Why? Why? <laughs> and I'm like, also, the again, prequel problems. In the other Marvel movies, they talk about uh, Budapest. What happened in Budapest? Oh, yeah. uh, the, she got red on her ledger. Or, you know, she did bad things. They finally show what happened in Budapest. And she just killed a little girl, which yeah. is terrible. But it's like you, yeah, the, you're you set dropping thing, breadcrumbs, and yeah. then that's the amount. And, that's and, what it and amounts in, to. In Avengers, when they're fighting the aliens in New York, and Black Widow says to Hawkeye, just like Budapest, right? And he's like, <laughs> "You and I remember Budapest differently." This movie shows that she just killed a little girl in Budapest. <laughs> prequels don't do them also keep in mind you don't have to you can have taskmaster and have the little girl not die at the same time yeah also but that's the thing is why have one one why have taskmaster in this movie at all he's in that scene where he attacks her car and then he he runs away or no she he he kicks her off the bridge yeah (laughs) which we laughed at um then she gets to she goes to budapest which is where the package came from which is where Yelena is hiding in the safe house. Then there's a car chase where uh, Taskmaster uses Hawkeye's bow ability to attack them. And the, then the you don't see her again. Rough. Yeah. There. Remember, as as we, Oof. I remember saying to James and Callum watching this car scene that's filled with CG. If you know, if Pierce Brosnan can drive a tank down the street. Yeah. In Goldeneye, yeah. In Goldeneye, for much the budget will be much much less than they probably spent on this movie. Yeah, I mean, and they got paid a lot by BMW to show yeah. all those. Well, cars yeah, like you were saying, you were saying during the actual chase scene, mm. you're like, this could be a car commercial because yeah. it looks so clean. Yeah, yeah, it's so clean. And every ten seconds, Alan, there's like, like an in shot of like a, the new BMW the cars. Yeah. Like we joked, it's presented by <laughs> CarPlay. We joked, we joked that Scully Johansson was going to say, "Good thing we have these yeah. warm Good seats. thing we have lane assist to keep yeah. us on the road." I am surprised when leaning the car out the window, the airbags didn't go off. Yeah. I was like, oh. It's a good thing we're in a Beamer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> good structural integrity. But then but you the- don't see Taskmaster again till the end of the movie yeah. where it's revealed who it actually is. So one, you've wasted Taskmaster as a character. And two, you've wasted Taskmaster, your crappy version of Taskmaster, in your movie. So you've, yeah. ru- you've ruined the comic book version by not using what makes him Taskmaster, what makes yeah. him interesting, by turning him into a boring cyborg person uh, terminator yeah also so, they don't say anything either it's like this no. like brooding that's the They're whole personality it's just brooding the whole thing is taskmaster is threatening yeah it's like taskmaster is better it's, left unexplored just, almost do we didn't need no, to have the no, reveal no but taskmaster in the comics and he taskmaster said, as he should be in the movie yeah he's very is, commanding is a, an expert mercenary assassin yeah. who mirrors abilities talks talks a bit of smack yeah, you know, does it? You know, it's c- like commands respect. Exactly. If you've played the Avengers get, game, he, the Taskmaster you see in the Avengers game is the Taskmaster from the comics. What we get in the movie is a gen. It could have been any character. It could yeah. have. Be, it literally could have been any henchman. Like That's it was right. just a muscle guy. Like you didn't even need to be there. Um, and the main villain played by Ray Winstone, who's 
well, his accent ac- is terrible. What accent he was trying to do, but it he, he wasn't was trying. It was like a Cockney guy trying to do a Russian accent. It didn't. That's, like, that's exactly what happened. Sounding like a New Yorker, but he ends up sounding like a New Yorker. It's bizarre. But like he's I'm walking. Here. He's yeah. He's off screen for ninety nine percent of the movie as well. Yeah. So you don't have a good villain in this movie. Yeah. Well, the one of the big sequences that they even use in the trailer is a prison break, and that goes for entirely too long. Yeah. Like fifteen minutes too long. Uh, some so, some interesting CG. Use. So they they escape Taskmaster in Budapest the after the car chase. Yeah. And then they they're like, oh, um, we have we have to rescue Red Guardian we, for, for some, I can't remember why because he, 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 he knows how to get to the Red Room. He knows how to get to the Red Room, the yeah. red room because the Red Room, which it's always moving, which uh, Black Widow destroyed and killed the general. Um, and he was and, and then it was like actually. He's not dead, and actually the Red Room is still around, but they don't know where it is, so it's like we have yeah. to get the Red Guardian who knows where the Red Room is, who's actually her adopted father, father yeah. quote-unquote. Played unquote. by David Harbour. Yeah. Um, um, I, liked, I, liked the whole, I liked the whole character of Red Guardian. Look, as that sort of- we, we all love David Harbour here, and I think that's the only reason we like Red Guardian. As a character, he shouldn't be in the movie. No, no, no. That's right. Like, again, and he's not right as... for the movie, but I did chuckle at the whole... He's um, fun, yeah. USSR sort of like post-Soviet, yeah. like but he's the hero a, he was. This isn't a like, Cold War movie, though. No, that's it's the thing. not. It it's, doesn't, it's weird. T- none of the timelines make any sense in this, and that would be the least of its problems if it were good. Like mm-hmm. if, if, But the, the other problems are so bad. After they've rescued Red Guardian, there's one comment, which I got a lot of smack from people on the internet, which I read an IGN article about, uh, sort of turns it around a little bit, uh, that says, like, Red Guardian's going on, you, know, you don't know how much of what he says is truth or not, right? Yeah. And he says about how he was fighting with Captain America and all this other stuff. Everyone's like, yeah, yeah, yeah whatever, Dad. Yeah. Like, whatever. But I'm like, but at the end of Inf- uh, in- Endgame or Infinity War or whatever, whatever it Endgame, is, when... Yeah. Um, Steve goes back in time to live all the gemstones back, right? Conceivably, he's an old man at the end of the movie handing the shield over. Yeah. There's a possibility that somewhere in the 80s, during Steve's time travel business, he was fighting Red Guardian. That, But that would... That would uh, that, takes, that, you know, that opens up another can yeah. of worms where, are you telling me Steve was in costume running around? Yeah, or like, here's, or the, here's that, the problem. He had the shield. That's yeah. all Red Guardian would probably need yeah, to see. Look, but here's, here's the problem with that, though. You have you can't make things so complicated for the audience. You can't say no, I don't no, I'm saying it's a I possibility. Say, it's I, interesting. I think, I think this is the this is the problem with Red Guardian being in this movie. If you don't have Captain America, there's no point in having Red Guardian. That's because right. Red Guardian is the Soviet answer yeah. to Captain America. Yeah. He's it, the Soviet yeah. the Russian Captain America. Captain America was on ice for seventy right. years, was awakened just before the first Avengers movie, had been active for 10 or so years, uh, plus five because of the time jump in Endgame, uh, and then went back in time and retired what as an could old have, man. What could have made more sense, though? Red Guardian, being an, an old-school 80s Soviet creation, sure, they could have created him and being like, yeah, we're, he's an answer to Captain America, but Steve has not been around for that entire no, time. But they could have so fixed. his existence in this movie yeah, doesn't make sense. They could have fi- yeah. him saying, "I fought Captain America in the '80s," and people being like, "No, you didn't. He was in ice," and him and there never really being a resolution to that. Yeah, you can do all sorts of mental gymnastics and and comic book uh, explanations, 
But at the end of the day, it think, doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. Because they, he shouldn't but, have been in the film. No, but they could have changed... Just speaking about what the movie we got, like, they could have changed that line instead of saying name-dropping Captain America. Could have had the same interaction, but being like, Did the winter, does the Winter Soldier talk about me? Does yeah. Bucky talk about me? Yeah, but uh, th- that's the thing, like... That's another thing with this movie. But that's movie, not what we got. The, the, no. the quote-unquote comedy in this movie f- always falls flat, except for a couple of David Harbour bits. Um, and I kept expecting him to bring up Captain America and then finally admit that he was lying because he's a failure and that they gave him the so- super soldier serum and then he didn't, he didn't pan out as a super soldier and that's why he was sent on the mission to yeah. America to raise the kids there and be a normal family guy. And then that's why he was in the prison. Because yeah. he was just... they you, We never get that moment. No. And so it brings up another question of like, well, why does he keep mentioning it? Like, again, like he shouldn't exist if Captain America is not yeah. an active part of the universe anymore. If they are, if they did want to introduce him, they should have introduced him now as a young man, a Russian yeah. Hydra agent, whatever, who gets injected with the super soldier serum, which was which we've seen in the Winter Soldier uh, Falcon TV show. Mm. Yeah, being that's a it. thing win- now. Winter Soldier has broken free. They need another Winter Soldier, which they'll call Red Guardian. Yeah, Winter Soldier Bucky has now uh, yeah. re acclimatized to his normal personality uh what's his name john walker has become captain america and then falcon takes over from captain america um and so hydra and all the all the russian government whatever is like we got to get some of this um super soldier serum we got to get on in on this we got to get our guy and then they create red guardian this this movie if they really needed to should have introduced Red Guardian as a new character. Could have been the villain. villain. He could have been the villain of the movie. Much more interesting. Yeah. He could have been a contemporary at the red, the male version of the Red Room. Yeah, that'd be who, cool. Who knew Natasha when she was younger, who, who comes back as the villain. You get rid of yeah. Taskmaster, you get Arm um, Red Guardian, he's got a shield and everything because they're modeling him after Captain America. And they're like, but we've got Captain America now. He's Captain yeah. Russia. He's the Red Guardian. Really, this movie is so bad. Well, Anything look, you do would have. I been was thinking. Better. I was thinking about this before the show, and I'm like, I, I'm kind of wondering if the script that they shot was like a backup script, because the issue I have is but, Red Sp- Red. Hold on, let me. Let, no, no. Finish, Red finish. Sparrow came out in 2018. This movie only got greenlit like late 2017. Like they actually everything but only Red, started coming Red together. Red Sparrow is not is a very derivative movie. That's no. Not... But my point is that explained the like the history of the school for the assassin ladies. Do you know what I mean? I'm like I'm wondering if their original oh, concept they they didn't want to yeah if their original concept was uncomfortably similar to Red Sparrow and so they had to quickly we start shooting soon let's just come up with another script and some guy was like here I got something. I don't think so, but it's an interesting theory. Yeah, because I was looking up the dates, and I'm like, I wonder if Red Sparrow threw a spanner in the works. Maybe. I, I still would have rather have seen the origin story of Black Widow in the Red Room. Yeah, like, yeah I me know, too. Because that's, 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 that's the obvious character fleshing out choice. Yeah. So why didn't they film it? That's why I That's why I have that theory, like maybe like, I know they were going to, but then Red Sparrow, of course, beat them to it because that was the Black Widow alternative of yeah. 2018. It's like, well, here's something just, similar for you. It's just you. a lot of bad choices. Um, 
We'll talk about more bad choices after this quick break. <laughs> you are back on the Tuesday Review talking all things Black Widow and MCU. Um, yeah, so as we were saying, this is a terrible movie. A lot of bad choices yeah. were made. So apologies to listeners. I've been going a mile a yeah. minute. I've just got so much to say and I'm really mad. And and this movie was very, very disappointing as a fan of Black Widow and as yeah. a fan of the MCU. We're going to take a breath and reset. Yeah. So we were sort of up to the prison break scene. Yeah. Where they go to break uh, Red Guardian, David Harbour's character, out of a Russian gulag in the snow. Um, and I feel like one of the only reasons they did this was so Black Widow and Yelena could wear the white suit, which is from the comic yeah. books. Now, the prison is in the snow, but they're in a helicopter for the whole rescue, and so they don't need to wear white suits. But yeah. anyway, it's a dumb movie. Who cares? They rescue David Harbour. He he has uh, super strength. Yeah. And so I question as to how he couldn't have broken out of this normal, regular prison before. Also dilapidated prison too. It's not yeah, like it's like it's a high like security prison. I think that, I it's think, not even a high security prison. I, I think the, the only, answer is just hypothermia. The basically. only theory is that because they're in the middle of Siberia or whatever, that he would have yeah. nowhere to go. But clearly if someone got there they would have to use a vehicle. So he could yeah. have stolen the vehicle. Anyway, stupid movie, whatever. That's not the problem. The problem is they're breaking him out. He finally gets his strength up and punches his way out. And Yelena's piloting the helicopter and they, you know, rope ladder and whatever, trying to get him out. Um, and then Black Widow jumps down and is like fighting the guards. And then, I can't remember why, but an avalanche starts on a nearby mountain and there's all this CGI snow rolling down and the um, prison starts exploding and there's stuff flying everywhere and the helicopter's going out of control and Red Guardian's jumping up trying to get to the higher ground so he can get to the helicopter. And it goes on forever. Yeah, it really uncomfortably long. And, oh, and the CGI is terrible and it was just, everything was just too much. Yeah. And I said to you guys, I said, this scene should have been really short they break yeah. him out he jumps on the helicopter and he's like so long suckers except it's like it's like one of the big action scenes of the whole yeah. film and i was just like why are we supposed to care about any of this there's no villain involved there's no stakes involved yeah, david harbour's barely been we, established as a exactly. character in the film at this so point. why is this one of their major action set pieces <laughs> it just went on forever anyway <laughs> They finally they they finally get on the helicopter and they they land uh, and they're going to see their their quote unquote fake mother or whatever, uh, Melina, and they get to a farm somewhere in Russia or whatever, um, and she's hiding out there, um, and the mother is working on the mind control stuff yeah. like using it on pigs, uh, testing it, um, and then they argue around the table. At this point, it's like 90 or so minutes. And I'm like, this should have been the start of the movie. Like, yeah. come on. Um, and I, in the comics, Melina is a contemporary of Black Widow. She was a, a part of the Red Room Assassin School. Black Widow defected to S.H.I.E.L.D. and overshadowed Melina. And Melina went off and became her own super assassin, gun for hire, called Iron Maiden. And Iron Maiden has uh, like a uh, armor that like, goes on her body. Not like Iron Man, but yeah. like skin tight armor. Like, you yeah. know, just, it's cool. In this movie, she's just an 
older agent who I guess was trained in the Red Room at some time in the past, but like David Harbour being the Red Guardian, was relegated to this uh, fake American family mission. Um, and then years later is just hiding out on a farm yeah. doing science experiments. They, again, making an interesting, cool comic book character boring. Yeah. And not doing it for the benefit of your movie. If it was for the benefit of your movie, fine. But it's not. Because she almost kills a pig. So yeah. I'm like, oh, they're setting her up as Iron Maiden. They're setting her up as a villain. No. After that, she says, I'm sorry what I did. <laughs> Um, she I'm just friends. really doesn't like those pigs. Yeah, it's just like I'm friends now, and we're gonna find a way to find. Yeah, Draco. and they they sort of they, they joke it off, being like, "Oh no, it's fun. He could have taken another eleven seconds." Yeah. Ha ha ha. And she's like, a psychopath. But you're, still to- but you're still torturing this she's poor a animal. Psychopath. And I was like, "When is the reveal gonna be that she's actually working for the villain the whole time? It never comes because yeah. this movie." Like Fast and Furious is about family. Well, they kind of unlike Fast they, and they, Furious. They do this. They do it's this. Not fun. They have this faint thing where they're like, actually, she might be a villain because she calls the Red Room to yeah. come and kidnap them. But then they're like, actually, she's a good guy along. We nearly fooled you, didn't yeah. we? It's like, and you're, you're huh? like, what? oh. But she doesn't have the Iron. She's it's not more Iron Maiden. It'd be more interesting for her to be a villain, and yeah. her and David Harbour have to have a fight. Like what? her and Red okay. Guardian have to have a fight. Okay. Interest- That's more interesting. Interesting, right? You know how we said Red Guardian should have been a new uh, villain introduced in this movie uh, and a contemporary to Black Widow? Same with Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden and Red Guardian could be like an assassin, whether they're friendly, friendly rivals or yeah. lovers or whatever. You got Iron Maiden, the female villain. You got Red Guardian, the That's cool male idea. villain. Yeah. And then you, on the other side, you've got Black Widow and Yelena, and they have to fight against. So you've got the the uh, the still Russian agents, Red Guardian and Iron Maiden, who are going after the ex agents, the yeah. heroes now, Black Widow and Yelena. And Yelena, like I said, becomes White Widow, which they might yeah. be trying to set up in uh, later movies. But like I said, they need to do more work on that. Yeah. This movie doesn't do enough work on Yelena. Um, so anyway, they go to the farm. Yeah, she's... she's, And then Rachel Weiss is like... Uh, Milena's like, oh, sorry, I called the bad guys from the Red Room. They're coming to get you. Um, so they come, they take them to the Red Room, which the reason they couldn't find it was because it's a sky platform. It's yeah, like it's a always space moving. station. How original. Sky. Yeah, I was like, oh... This movie, Which also would be very also, obvious in like, like no yeah, one's picking it up on radar. Yeah, no one's picking it up on radar. So you, they've got stealth, whatever. Who yeah. cares? But yeah, but still, it's massive. Is, yeah, one, it looks boring. Yeah, it's typical. Two, yeah. uh, this movie also is very close to Winter Sol the the movie The Winter Soldier, to the point where it's kind of a problem. Like, there's too many similarities. Um, so anyway, they get to this sky platform, they infiltrate it. Melina's actually like, oh, I'm actually a good guy. Um, and Scarlett Johansson's like, oh, finally, General Drakov, I'm here to kill you. And he's like, you can't kill me because I stink. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, He literally literally has an experimental pheromone pheromone that if people around him smell it, they can't cause violence against him. You're like, she's going to break her nose. Yeah. And I'm like, (laughs) I called. I'm like, she's going to break her nose so that 
she Good can't defeating. smell it and yeah. defeat it. And it's so dumb and they actually did it. And I'm like, this movie sucks. <laughs> it's so dumb, but like so unself-aware and self-serious that it's not fun at all. And the action is so bad and there's so much CGI crap. This yeah. happens every time we watch an action movie. Is it 2021? Is it 2005? Yeah. By CGI, you can't tell. Yeah. The it's car, <laughs> The car scene we mentioned before... It looked like it was out of a PS3 game, yeah. not even PS4. And the like, end of this movie gets so crazy where they're blowing up the, yeah. the spaceship and they're trying to use the red antidote on the other Black Widows who are there. Yeah, because the whole control. point, of course, is to rescue the other Black Widows and yeah. free them Set from my control. Free, yeah. yeah, and so so there's like... and Or there's also weird slow-mo yeah. during the action scenes, which doesn't work. Um and the end goes so crazy. They're like flying through the air and there's like CGI debris going everywhere. And I was just like, this is too much. I don't care about any yeah. of this. And it looks like crap. And one of the big character climaxes is uh, Yelena tries to sacrifice herself. Oh, that was hilarious. And she gets like burned by the engines. But there's like barely a scene on yeah, her and she, she's fine. She like throws her stuff into the turbine. So it yeah, blows and up explo- the enemy, yeah. the Dracovs. Yeah, not thing. the engines. Yeah. And Tasha's like, no. Yeah, it's like, no, it's supposed to be this sacrificial scene, uh, emotional scene. I was just like, this is so dumb. I'm like, you've just introduced her character to take on the mantle of Black Widow. You're not going to kill her off. Don't pretend. Yeah. And then she blows up and she's flying through and the she's sky. fine. Not a scratch. Yeah, makeup still on point. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, th- are they even trying? What? Are- I know these are superheroes who don't have the same uh, Weakness, flaws yeah. as, as normal people, but I'm like, this is too much. Yeah. And it's so plasticky and rubbery and flubbery and fake. Um. Anyway, yeah, like I said, everything blows up and then the family's back together, <coughs> Yelena and Natasha and Red Guardian and Melina, and they're all like, yay, family. And we've all got the Black the black Widows, the other Widows, who are not mind-controlled anymore, yeah. not turned into mindless assassin. It's like, yay, hug. And Natasha's like, peace out, everybody. I've got to be in Infinity War. I can't come with you. And she walks off to be apprehended by the authorities. But it cuts to black before... We see what happened. I'm like, did she just run away from them? Yeah. I have a feeling there was a deleted scene with she, Thunderbolt Ross. She Batman caped away. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, that's so weird that she didn't at least go with them for a while until hooking up with Steve and the others before yeah. Infinity War. And like I said, her her finding Steve and before Infinity War is a much more interesting story. I would have rather rather that. But yeah. like I said, it's a prequel, not necessary. We don't need to see. We don't need to see when she dyed her hair blonde. <laughs> Who yeah. cares? I mean, because we get the really lame after credit scene. Oh, yeah, really lame. So the end credit scene flashes forward till after Endgame. Yeah, and Melina goes to Natasha's grave, which I was Is scratching some, my some place. Scratching. Yeah. It's under a tree somewhere. Some place in. Can, yeah rural looking i assume it's ohio but i'm like did did we miss something yeah no um no and i was just like is this important i want to know where this is anyway she's crying because natasha's dead and then uh julia louis dreyfus who played madame contessa valentina whatever whatever we saw her in winter soldier and falcon and winter soldier she comes up and she like takes out her phone and we find out that uh, Yelena has been working for Hydra, basically, yeah. yeah. And, and 
and we don't know that wasn't wasn't shown, um, no. which we'll learn in another uh, show later on. And she takes out her phone. She's like, "You want to know who really killed Natasha?" Yeah. And it's got a picture of Hawkeye. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, come on! They're really grasping at yeah. straws here. They don't know but, what they're doing." That's going to be an interesting encounter because he's going to be like, "What was I supposed to do? Let the whole universe die?" Yeah. It's like I tried to sac- my sa- sacrifice myself by shooting bows at her so she wouldn't sacrifice herself, but she jumped first. The yeah. end. End of conversation. It's so dumb. Um, and especially because the rest of the movie was so bad. Yeah. This end credit scene was... They have a real sp- bad taste in the mouth. Yeah, especially embarrassing. Um, should we go off air now? Because I have like a hundred more things yeah, I need yeah. to talk we'll, about. Yeah, uh, we'll take it off air now. Yeah. Welcome back to the Tuesday Review. Uh, this is our review of Black Widow. Uh, we've just gone off air from the podcast. From the live from show. the live sorry from now the live just... portion of the show, uh, so we can say off air comfortably. This movie fucking sucks. It's fucking shit. <laughs> oh. uh, <laughs> okay, so apologies for that live section, but I was freaking out about not having enough time, um, and there was so much stuff to talk about, and there still is a lot to talk about. Um, and so I'm just gonna go through my notes top to bottom, and you guys stop me whenever you want. Um, and we've already sort of explained most things, but we did so fast that I don't know if it yeah. made any sense to the listeners. Hopefully it did. But anyway, um, first thing... Oh, yeah. So, one of the problems with Captain Marvel was that they shoehorned it in between Infinity War and Endgame. That was a movie that either should have came out years before or they should have waited until after Endgame and then introduced Captain Marvel and then that would explain her absence and other things. Yeah. Instead, they rushed it into production, which I think is one of the reasons why the movie's not very good. Um, And they also made it a prequel to explain where she came from. Um, And that did things that, which is one of the reasons I really don't like it, is because it did things to the timeline and to the characters that have ripple effects yeah. throughout the whole MCU. Yeah. And so they turned S.H.I.E.L.D. into just some government agency who are just a bunch of pencil pushers. Yep. And Nick Fury, who's supposed to be this badass warrior, you know, super secret yeah. Uh, agent, yeah. was just a guy sitting at a desk. Especially when you look at the comic book version and it was like a Vietnam kind of super soldier kind of guy. Yeah, World War II sold, sold yeah, yeah, That's like how I, he lost his eye. He yeah. was given a... a a variation of the super soldier soldier serum which he's been living for the, that long yeah and like he has this cool backstory yeah. and then he's just like some dude yeah. in captain marvel and they did the whole thing where the the cat is the one who got rid of his eye and i was just like you, you ruined it and they ruined the scrolls yeah i mean not to mention i mean marvel you know they took one of the coolest characters yeah. which could have been set up as if you wanted to have him as a villain that's fine yeah. but he he's like cosmic stuff like so they could have saved him for yeah. like a guardians movie or further so, down the line. Yeah, my point is, is like, this is what Black Widow does. Yeah, is it? It's it's they rush it in pro- into production because they killed her off, and they're like, we need to just get. Yeah, get we got to capitalize on ScarJo while we can. Yeah. yeah, um, and we we we're shoehorning it into a weird period in time, where yeah. where we didn't see Black Widow between Civil War and Infinity War, instead of doing something meaningful. In that period, we're just going to show you right after Civil War what happens to introduce the family, quote unquote, yeah. so that in 
20 movies from now, we can have them come back. Yeah. And this is a problem with all Marvel movies, but it's starting to become more and more of a problem. And Black Widow is a very uh, highlights why this is a yeah. problem. Is the uh, movies the franchise mentality? Like every movie can't just be a good movie; it has to be part of yeah. a larger franchise. The movies as content, whereas it's not a movie. This movie, this. Black it's Widow. the next installation. Exactly. Yeah. It's just another... You basically pay a subscription to the MCU by seeing these movies and each one is just another... Re- Entry. Another yeah. update yeah. sort of thing. Um, and this is coming from someone who really likes the MCU. Yeah. But this is a problem, especially for a, a singular movie. Um, and it all, Black Widow also highlights, I think, a big problem with a lot of movies, but MCU in particular... Filmmaking by committee. Yeah. This movie definitely feels like too many cooks. Oh, the script's all over the place. It's I, I can't see I can't see any other way. That yeah. If one person or two people, like a, t- a team, yeah. came up with this script and like, this is the best we can do, yeah, there needs to be more revisions. I'm starting to think Kevin Feige Might not know doesn't what know what he's yeah. doing. I think maybe he did know up until Infinity, in t- up until Endgame. And now he's kind of trying to figure things out. I think also a problem with this interconnected universe and this whole franchise mentality and whatever is one, everything you do affects everything else. Yeah. So you're afraid to do anything. And when you do something, it, 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 it might not be for the benefit of the movie. It might be for the benefit of a movie you, that might not ever be made. Yeah, um, you know, I feel like we've been complaining about scripts a lot lately. I because hope, they're all bad. Yeah, I hope we're not entering a new period in blockbusters where the script is not as important as we've we've. I mean, waved, we've, we're yeah, way well, past yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're we're knuckles deep into that. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, though, right? I mean, we saw it in Mortal Kombat. We we yeah, love like who wrote for the this? Last it's 10, like an AI is writing yeah, all these scripts. The last ten plus years, it's like that's all we've been getting. Is this you know weird, you know like, the scene in The Simpsons with the monkeys of the typewriters? Yeah. It's almost like that. Yeah. Except they got to Shakespeare. Yeah, eventually. It's a thing of if you put a million monkeys in typewriters, yeah, yeah, eventually yeah. you'll get something no, good. It was the best yeah. of times. It was the, the blurst of times. times. The blurst of times. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> yeah. I would trust those monkeys more than whoever's making these movies. Cause That's, that sounds harsh, but you have to... <coughs> the movie, regardless of what other I critics think, might be saying, yeah. the story is terrible. It's terrible. It's poorly written. And... Also, it ties into what we talk about a lot with these movies, and which we mentioned before, is while Kevin Feige might be very passionate and knowledgeable about comic books, the people writing and directing the individual movies probably never read a comic book in their life. Yeah. They're screenwriters who make their living as screenwriters. And not, and a so paycheck's you, a paycheck. You have to be a good screenwriter to write a movie. You don't have to be a comic book nerd no. or a fan of comic books. That's right. But to make an MCU movie, I think you have to at least be a bit of both. Yeah, because it's, it's when you're entering something so specific yeah. that you need to have a not encyclopedic knowledge, but you need to know who the characters are. You need to know your way yeah. around their backstories. You need to at least you need have to know where they should be going. You need yeah. to at least have the respect of the franchise exactly. and the, 
the, the, you're making the next movie in a series of films that's 20 whatever for movies date yeah. and it's highly esteemed it's one of the, like, the key esteemed. franchises it's in more modern like, cinema it's yeah. more like you know I, I'm sure these as James said like these are just screenwriters hired to help work on these projects but it's like you're working on a sequel to 20 movies you need to have yeah, some it's a hard job for anyone but at the same um, time, yeah. no. But at like, the same time, you, you need to, to have, have that level of respect for it. You need yeah. to take it that seriously. And and like they they might be the people who wrote this movie might be massive Black Widow fans. They might be massive comic yeah. book nerds. But it doesn't show. No. And that comes back to the filmmaking by committee, the too many cooks, and the fact that anything you do in this movie is going to have ripple yeah. effects. The ripple effects it does have cause problems because it's a prequel and they're doing silly things. The ripple effects we haven't yet seen are why this movie is made the way it is and why MCU movies are made the way they are because they're playing it too safe. They don't want to... They don't want to mention certain things or bring in certain comic characters because what if 10 years from now, Keanu Reeves wants to play yeah. that character so you we know, can't introduce him now? You know, it's, And so the movie's worse for it. When Captain Marvel came out and, you know, we were talking about how much it sucked, as far as I'm aware, that was like the main MCU movie that sucked. It didn't really get bad until Captain Marvel. Kinda. Uh, like the, th- the th- first couple of Thor movies were pretty rough, but they weren't terrible yeah but i feel like this movie is starting to signify to me that maybe we're starting to get that we maybe the mcu is starting to become uninspired it's it's so far from it's so far from where it started i think it's gotten out of ken feige's hands yeah and it's got that makes sense it's gotten out of its own its own hands, if that makes sense. Yeah, like no, it, I know what you mean. It, it can no longer contain itself. It, yeah, it's buckling under the pressure yeah, of being I, my the dad, MCU. My dad's been going back and watching the older Marvel movies in order and stuff. And the first Avengers movie is so simple in comparison to what's happening now. Yeah. Just and it's it's much better written and it's much yeah. it's the special effect the CGI is not good. But it's it's much there's less of it. Is yeah. he watching the three D Blu-ray on a three D capable telly? No, of course not. Okay. No one watches three D anymore. <laughs> we we when we got that on Blu-ray, we watched it on our three D supported telly with the three D glasses. It was okay. It was pretty good. Ah, two thousand and twelve. Simpler times. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it's like you think of where the MCU came from and it's so humble beginnings. Yeah. And you see it now, and it's so, every, it's like, it's just, it's too big. It's too big yeah. for its own boots. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think it's gotten away from everyone involved. Yeah, it's, it's they're getting into this this mindset now where I'm kind of worried about the movies going forward because yeah. what we're getting, the fact that this movie got greenlit and someone was like, excellent. Worries the, me. No, the fact that this, this version of the script was yeah. what they, what yeah, they yeah, were yeah. okay Some, with. Someone yeah. in Disney was like, good script, let's film it. And then but a director think, was like, yeah, let's shoot these scenes. Let's, but that's the this thing. CG is like, acceptable. Like I was saying with Captain Marvel, it's like they just need to get it out. Because if they delay yeah. it longer or whatever, it's one, it's lost profits. Two, it's you know, you have to beat the competition and you... You, you have, have to, to keep that, that money keep self-sustaining. Relevant. Yeah, you yeah. have to keep relevant within your own timeline. Yeah. Um, which this movie hasn't been re- relevant, how for, relevant a while. for years yeah. because we, we this movie needed to come out 
come out five years ago. This should have followed up Civil War or like directly after if this release. Can, yeah, or or if this is what I was getting at when I met when I started talking about Captain Marvel, instead of shoehorning Captain Marvel in between Infinity War and Endgame, just so you could explain why Captain Marvel comes to punch Thanos once at the end of Endgame, you should have used that time. You knew they knew they were going to kill off. Black Widow yeah. in Endgame. So that's when you should have released your Black Widow movie. Yeah. And that Black Widow movie... Sh- it, see, this is the problem. It's There's too much... It needs to do too much. Yeah. It needs to fill out Black Widow's backstory. It needs to introduce a replacement Black Widow, someone to take up the mantle. And it needs to flesh out the character in the modern yeah. time and potentially flesh out her relationship with Hawkeye yeah. so that in Endgame, we get the final emotional punch. Yeah. Look, the Black, Mid- Black Widow movie we get flashes back to Civil War and just just gives us a little sto- like story where it's like we're introducing her family yeah. so that maybe there can be a TV show later on with the Red Guardian and Yelena. And yeah. it's like... Look, it's unnecessary. Look, if I was the king of Disney, forgive me for mentioning Tom Cruise because he's he's something very close. <laughs> to, he's very close to my heart at all times. Um, you look at the, the I was talking to you when we watched the movie. What was like the last great espionage action movie that we yes. can remember? And I'm not I'm not counting like John Wick or anything like that. Yeah. I'm talking about like your like kind spy of like your, movie. yeah your, your spy movie. Yeah, um, and I'm we were like probably Fallout, Mission Impossible Fallout. Yeah, I'm like the Black Widow movie. Should have been like a Mission Impossible film. Yeah. So this actually ties into two points I have. One, the action in this movie is terrible. Like we mentioned, too much CGI crap. It goes too big when it should be more self, smaller and self-contained. There are a couple good stunts, like you know, get people getting thrown into furniture and like flipping, and some good hand-to-hand combat. But otherwise, it's buried under a whole bunch of other CGI. I remember crap. I said this when watching the movie. If Tom Cruise can fly a helicopter, why can't they characters? And that's in this the movie? thing. So, Black Widow is technically a street level hero. She doesn't yeah. have super strength. She's more resilient than a normal person. Yeah. She's a very well trained assassin to a point that in real life would be supernatural. Yeah. But in reality, she's not supernaturally powered. Or, yeah. or not science fiction powered, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not super powered. Her main thing's gadgets, basically. Sort yeah. of, yeah. And she's extremely well trained and disciplined. Yeah. So, but technically she's what we call a street level hero. Someone who doesn't, couldn't go up against the Thanos by herself. Couldn't go up against a big galactic crazy Threat, yeah. villain in the same way Thor or the Hulk or whatever could. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, instead of making her movie with CGI stuff flying around and people falling out of the sky, they need to rein it in and make yeah. it, make an it action, sensible action yeah. espionage movie. She's also a super spy. Yeah. This exactly. movie has no spy stuff. Should have been an espionage movie. Yeah. Like there's no point where they have to infiltrate somewhere. There's no heist scene. There's no mission impossible on the wires coming through the vents. That's what I was hoping for. We need that. Yeah, and like cool car chase. You can have a few cool car yeah. chase scenes, some gun shooting scenes. And like, you know, the the car chase in this, which we already said was embarrassing, Yeah. versus the car chase in Fallout. 
night and day. Spectacular, yeah. I was thinking about this morning, the the bathroom fight in Fallout with yeah, Henry yeah. Cavill. So yeah. brutal, so well done. They're smashing through. You can feel through. the impact of it. Yeah, all. this movie has nothing even remotely close to that. Yeah. Now, Tom Cruise has a death wish. He's going to be doing these stunts and stuff. No one else is coming close to that. But that's why you have stuntmen and women. Yeah, exactly. And ScarJo <laughs> doesn't need to loop the loop a helicopter. Yeah. You have stunt pilots for that. Yeah. Stunt pilots can wear a red wig and pretend to be Black Widow. Look, you have CGI if, to look smush at, look her at face so, look at onto some of a the, stunt person. Look at some of the stunt actors in Lord of the Rings. You can get away with all kinds of stuff. Yeah. You can do People anything. don't notice when you're watching a movie. Do you think movie. Roger Moore did any of his stunts? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Daniel Craig might do a couple, but otherwise it's a stunt guy. That's you it. don't need to be Tom Cruise to get good stunts. This is why action movies suck now, because all, pretty much all of them are just CGI yeah. crap. There's no effort taken into actual stunts yeah, and practical action. It's funny. A while ago, you might you might remember on the show, during a roundtable, I talked about the movie Ronin. Yeah. and uh, Which is an espionage film in yeah. a way. And I, I I think I was talking to you before the show, one of the actors wanted to actually drive his car. Yeah. And the director said, I better not see any brake lights. Yeah. Like, if you're going to actually be doing this stunt, yeah. you're going to do the stunt. Don't be safe. Because exactly. this, this is a stuntman's job. And yeah, and if the if the actor wants to do it, they have to train yeah, you a can't, lot to yeah, do exactly. it. And if they don't have time to train or whatever, you get the stunt driver to do That's it. That's what they're there for. That's what how movies are made. No yeah. one's, no one's going to go online and go, ScarJo didn't do her own stunts. This movie sucks. Exactly. Uh, yeah. As long as we get like, the stunt and it's practical and it's real and it's has weight to it. Yeah, exactly. That's how old action movies... That's why old action movies you know, are awesome. No, no one's suggesting that Vin Diesel's driving his car in Fast and Fury. <laughs> no, like, no, you know what yeah. I mean? Those movies are the but, backbone of the stunt drivers. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, why can't we have stunt drivers in this movie? Yeah, like this, this movie, yeah. like... And like, I already mentioned, like, the weird slow-mo and stuff. Like, it's, yeah. poor, it's really poorly done. But, like... It should have been a Metal Gear Solid film. We talked about GoldenEye at the start of this review. Yeah. Like, GoldenEye is, like, cream of the crop when it comes to not only action movies, but a James Bond movie. You've got espionage. You've got sneaky uh, spy stuff. You've got crawling through events. You've got big action scenes, stuff blowing up. You've got car chases yeah. and vehicles. The incredible and, climax. Yeah. Yeah. Black Widow should have just been that. Yeah. Like you Would have been cheaper to film for a start. Probably. Like, you don't need all That's this... A, I know we've talked about this to death, but that always makes me laugh when it's like we see these movies and they don't look as good and they cost $200 million to make. Yeah. And you got a $50 million movie from 20 yeah. years ago with practical... Yeah. Even with inflation, $50 yeah. million is not $300 million. Well, there's a reason Christopher Nolan will blow up an actual jet. Because it's cheaper, <laughs> yeah, yeah. cheaper and more effective than CGI. It's because that's how movie magic makes... like that. Yeah. This is why Christopher Nolan, even divisive as he is, this is why he's the only guy who I'm, I'm there day one. Yeah. Because he makes movies the way they're supposed to be made. When you see a hundred or a thousand people on screen, he gets those people. They don't make movies like that anymore. Yeah. They used to a lot. Well, now they don't. From what we're hearing, they're trying to do that with the new Lord of the Rings show. We'll see. I'm we'll not see. holding my breath. Like, well, uh, well, talking about like stunt uh, actors and everything, there's stunt well, we guys. About it, have... We talked about it when we reviewed Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Lord of the Rings is so great yeah. because it has the perfect balance of practical and CG. 
Yeah. yeah. It knows when it needs to use CG and it knows yeah. that most of the time practical will work. Well, works allegedly, this, there's, uh, we'll say the working conditions and the stunts have been a bit rough on Lord of the yeah, Rings. And the, actors, and the actors don't even know when they're going to go home. Yeah. Because it's like, no, you're done when we're finished. Yeah, they've, they've just made Middle Earth and they're just yeah. filming it. Let's like, film as much just, as we can now. Just, you're yeah. living in Middle Earth. Just, we're filming it 24 yeah. hours a day. We're going to cut this down eventually. You know, like, it's, it, but it is, you know, it's worrying to see that but, Marvel's taking this approach now where it's just overly reliant. Yeah. And they've been that way for years. But, most, but this most, movie is yeah. a. It it's, is an eyesore. It's, it's a testament it's problem, to laziness. It's the, yeah, it's the problem with a lot of movies that we talk about. But this one in particular could have been a more grounded sort yeah. of quote unquote realistic. As we said, in, as we said earlier in the review, it should have been a TV show because largely, yes, largely the TV so, shows have handled this better than the movies. So lately. two things. Remind me about the TV show in a minute. The other thing I wanted to say off of what Callum was saying with the spy stuff and what I was saying earlier with Shield is I feel like the MCU has really bungled how they've handled S.H.I.E.L.D. as an organization. In the comic books, S.H.I.E.L.D. is... I don't know how to describe it to someone who's not familiar with it, but all the, it's like super spies on crack. Yeah, basically. They all wear, wear these ridiculous uniforms. They, they're all, you know, they have gadgets coming out, come out the ass. The the giant hovercraft you see in some of the MCU movies is just the, the helicarrier. It's just the tip of the iceberg. It's like it's like Men in Black meets uh, like MI6. the US Air Force. Yeah. Or sort of, yeah. It's like if if every agent was James Bond and they all dressed like Black Widow and they all had crazy gadgets and they all had crazy secret lairs and all sorts yeah. of stuff. Now the MCU for a while. They handled it fine, where it's like Nick Fury's mysterious. He's and you see some of the Shield stuff. You see, you see the Heli Carrier, so you're like, okay, Shield is a thing. And then as it went on, and then Shield got uh, infiltrated by Hydra, and then I I don't think Shield exists at least in its uh, in its normal yeah. form anymore. Um. And so they kind of got, re- and it's always in the background, which is fine because you don't. It's not a Shield movie; it's about the no, superheroes. That's you know? right. Yeah. And then, like I said, they introduced Captain Marvel, and they showed the flashback of they, they, they neutered Shield. They yeah. they nerfed it, even though, even in the canon of the MCU, like Howard Stark and Peggy Carter created Shield for the express express purpose of like supernatural and science yeah. fiction stuff. Yeah. So whatever pre- was had going in the nineties with Captain Marvel didn't make any sense. Yeah. But I feel like Black Widow the movie highlights another problem with the ongoing franchise of the MCU is like we don't know who Shield is. They've lost their sense of identity. Yeah. Yeah. And when we do see Shield, it's like very vague in the background and that's fine like i said they're not the main focus but i feel like something like black widow had the perfect opportunity to show like well what is shield you yeah know? exactly maybe she was working for shield maybe they told her the red room's active well, again what's you yeah. need we need well, to send that, you in but that's the thing right so the, uh, and that's the espionage the, route yeah, we need the, you to infiltrate yeah the thing with black widow is she was working for the russians or whatever and then she 
defected. defected to shield but that happens off screen a few years before the first avengers movie now this movie doesn't really explore that but they do show budapest which is where the defection occurred where she was able to kill Drakov. yeah and and uh hawkeye helped her and then she defected over to shield why not make the movie about that yeah and instead of her killing a little girl, make it a more fun spy movie where they're stuck in Budapest. There's Hydra agents trying to kill her. There's other Black Widows. There's other widows coming after yeah. her. You know, and it's like her and Hawkeye teaming up, like trying to... Like know, a John Wick kind of... Uh, what is it? A John Wick yeah, 3 situation or yeah. whatever. That way when in Avengers where she's like, just like Budapest and he's like, you remember it differently. That then that way it makes sense. Yeah. And also you get to see, you know, the Drakov. It's like... Oh my God. There's just so many problems. Um, To go off what Nathan was saying, the MCU now, they're not, they're not movies. You know, it's a franchise. It's movies as content. They're better off... It's basically the cinematic equivalent of a TV show. And I feel like their TV shows handle it a bit better because they're TV shows. Yeah, they have and, more room. But also, yeah. also uh, they're more, we'll say, reasonably constrained in their use of sets and practical scope, and stuff yeah. like that and scope. Um, I don't know if this is true. And we'll probably talk about it next week. That apparently, Loki is... Um, 90% practical sets. Obviously, there's CG effects, like, you know, the monsters yeah. and the sort of all the sci-fi stuff. But the, the actual sets we'll are apparently we'll 90% practical. practical. Yeah, why, can't this, why can't this be 90% practical? Yeah. Because they went for that big science fiction exactly. movie approach. Uh, but I feel like the movies themselves are basically just big episodes of a long-running TV show. Yeah. Yeah. And because of that, they suffer because they're not good movies in themselves. And so the 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 stories told are better off on TV. Yeah. As much as I, I would love to see movies of them, like it's just because that's what they're making, and it's what they've turned Star Wars into. Look, my feeling is, and if you're listening to this review and you actually like Black Widow, why does every MCU movie have to be this big bombastic yeah. CG filled affair? Why can't we have they something need- more? restrained with more direction to who the character we, actually is. We talked about this when, when they said they were going to make the Moon Knight uh, show. And I was like, Marvel... Like, the MCU is getting too samey. Like I said, I like the MCU. I'll continue to watch it. I'm still invested. Yeah. But it's too samey. It's too factory farm. It's too content-driven. They need to split off into tiers. They need to do Marvel Knights which is the violent sort of the daredevil-esque crazy you know moon knight blade daredevil do a sort of adult oriented movie or tv show universe yeah it can still be connected to the mcu but you just separate it enough where families aren't going to take their kids yeah there's no trickery like a deadpool situation sort of yeah. yeah it's like you know what you're getting into if you take your kids you know what you're getting into now they can't do that because, like I said, they're playing it safe. They got to make the most money. They got to get a, got to get the biggest audience. But even if you don't do that, they got to make two tiers at least, sort of ground grounded heroes and the more crazy heroes. Yeah, like your Guardians of the Galaxy yeah, and your Black Widow. Exactly, and they should 
they should exist in the same universe and be able to cross over at any point. Yeah. But a different the creative themselves, approach. Yeah. Yeah. And absolutely. when the when the Winter Soldier movie came out, we saw that. Well, that was kind of like a spy espionage movie. Yeah. But in terms of the MCU, that movie's ancient. Yeah. It's not that old in terms of when yeah, it came yeah. out, but in terms of so how much has happened how since far, it was yeah, released, and yeah. how far the MCU has come. That movie's ancient. And now we're at a point where I don't think they could ever make anything close to that. No. Because everything has to be so big exactly. now. Big and, and not not bold is the wrong word. But there has to be some big thing to blow up. Yeah. There has to be has some... There to be a world domination plot. Yeah. There has to be a, a super-powered villain or... Uh, and uh, you know this is this is a, a problem I have with the whole of the of the MCU personally. And I will note that this is actually changing. Um, by the way, Loki's the show is handling certain things, which we'll go into. Yeah. Um, but everything, mostly everything, has to have a scientific explanation. So I remember yeah. I saw someone on Twitter today talking oh, about how magic in the universe. Talking about how in the original Thor movies. They tried to say that actually they're not gods. They're just ain't, they're just like really old aliens with yeah. a really high understanding of science. You look at Loki now, and it's like no, they're gods. And it's like you, there's all these it's, different multiverses. It's so vague that it doesn't really but matter. I was thinking about this. I'm like, what they did to Taskmaster? They just scienced it up. Yeah. Like what I they, think there's not that many heroes in the MCU at the moment that are actually magic based. Yeah. Not that many. I mean, I think you look problem... at even Scarlet Witch attains the majority of her powers by a scientific or material explanation. Not really because if if it the cube. Yeah, but the cube is cosmic. Same thing. Which if that's okay, that, what that, I'm, is that magic or is, is that science fiction? It's like a it's like a I don't know, it's a What I mean is there's area. no natural superpowers. Yeah, there's no one who just has powers. I mean, there's maybe Doctor Strange. But that's that's also that's also because the they weren't allowed to use mutants. Yeah, but who who cares yeah. about who cares yeah, about no, the M word? But like my I point is it's like, also because like one of the problems with the MCU, like I said, all the connectedness, it's like if they introduce a character who just has powers, then you sort of have to question, well, where was that guy before? Um, and I think that's a pr- that's one of the reasons I like comic books is because you just open any one of them and there'll be like just pre-established characters just yeah. rock up and it's great. And I think the MCU has kind of painted itself into a corner where they kind of established that between Captain America going in the ice and waking up and between and, and, and Iron Man, uh, the origins of Iron Man and, and Thor coming to Earth, nothing really happened in that 70 years. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. There were a few superheroes maybe active, but no. Yeah. And in between movies... You, they don't really paint a picture of there being a lot more heroes. So yeah, when, it's like one day things just start happening. Yeah, when Taskmaster shows up in the Black Widow movie, I'm like, are you, are you telling me Taskmaster was only activated for this, yeah. this mission? If that's the case, how was he able to learn? Or how was she able to learn all the moves of the heroes? Was yeah. it just pre-programmed into the chip in her head? I'm assuming it was like a clockwork orange situation where they're like <laughs> watching. The, I would have liked to see that scene. Yeah, watching the video, watching that the big screen of yeah, all the fighting. And that would have been more interesting. <laughs> oh, that's another thing we have to talk about. This dumb movie. So, 
Black Widow blows up the little girl and then I was like, there's no way Disney's going to let her do that. And so they reveal that the little girl actually grew up and became Taskmaster and her father put a chip in her head and she doesn't speak and she got a, a scarred face. Yeah. I'm like, this is dumb. And the timeline doesn't make sense because the, the little girl wouldn't have been that grown up. Um, and then uh, Black Widow's like... I'm sorry what I did to you. Can we be friends? And Taskmaster tries to kill her. And then so she sprays her with the red antidote. So she's yeah. no longer mind controlled. But she has a chip in her head, which yeah. I was like, is that the same as mind control? Anyway. Would he know. really have mind controlled his daughter anyway? Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. And and then anyway, and then, and then Taskmaster is like, oh, I don't want... She doesn't say this because she doesn't speak. But she's like, I don't want to kill you anymore. Yeah, let's be friends. And then she walks... And, yeah. and it's like... I shake hands and I was just like this is so dumb like this is like they're trying to introduce the family like they're doing yeah. they're doing a Fast and Furious but without the fun and without mm. the self awareness yeah it's like they're introducing all these new characters in this movie that's a prequel to a movie where she dies yeah and I'm just like I don't care about any of this no. the one character you need to flesh out is Yelena who yeah. assumedly is going to take over the mantle of Black Widow or become White Widow. If you're going to do that, make the movie about Black Widow and Yelena's relationship. Cut yeah. everything else out. Yeah. Look, the 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 my assumption, if someone came to me and said, hey, you know, Callum, um, we need you to make a movie about Black Widow. I'd be like, and we need you to establish the relationship between... Natasha and Yelena because she's going to take over the reins because yeah. here's the big graph we have of where everything's yeah. supposedly going. I'd be like, okay, well, make them both go on the same mission. Yeah. That way they're together from they the start. Relationship develops through the, the length of the movie yeah. and it's a cool espionage movie. Roll credits. Yeah. I, and you can have Natasha, Natasha yeah. kind of have a, not a sacrificial moment, but you can definitely have that climax where they really learn how much they love yeah. each other. And then that establishes their relationship. Like I said earlier, they should have either started the movie and like developed Black Widow and Yelena's relationship and then the movie becomes more about Yelena as the movie goes on. Um, alternatively, I think you can make a really interesting movie that has a similar premise to the shit one that we got but where Yelena is mind-controlled. Yeah. And she goes to attack Black Widow or whatever. Black Widow gives her the antidote or whatever. And th you do some flashbacks showing them into the, in the school together, uh, how they grew up together or whatever. Um, and that she thought Yelena was dead and that's why she never went to look for her. Um, and that's why she's never mentioned in any of the other MCU movies with Black Widow. Um, but the thing in this movie is after Yelena gets out of the mind control, she just says vague things like, I didn't, I didn't have a life of my own. You know, I didn't know what I was doing, but you don't get a sense of that because she has a personality. She has, she yeah. has a, she has a lot. She seems to have lived a life. She's not that awkward. Yeah. I was like this movie, they should have just remade universal soldier where the universal soldier is Yelena who has been mind controlled as a mindless assassin for the last, however many years of her life. And Black Widow is the the reporter character from Universal Soldier who helps reacclimatize Yelena back into the world, the human world. Yeah. 
So Yelena could start the movie as like a mindless kind of drone, not really knowing. All she's known is killing. And Black Widow can sort of show her throughout the yeah. movie compassion and whatever. Because they have that link too. You can see yeah. like she can say, look, I escaped it. You can too. Exactly. But it takes effort. Yeah. You know, exactly. and then the, the whole movie is that development between yeah. them, her trying to coach Yelena and Yelena trying to come over to her yeah. out of her shell. Also, another problem is like in the other MCU movies, like Black Widow says, like the Avengers is my family. I have no one else. Yeah. And this movie retcons that. Yeah. And I know they retcon it in a way where it's like, well, she didn't know about her family until just after Civil but War. It still makes a tear then, roll down Vin Diesel's eye. And, yeah. yeah. And then at, at the end of Infinity War, when everyone gets snapped, the fa- her family could have been snapped. And so that's why she has no one. Look, but I'm like, this is... It would have been... so. It would have been an interesting film if... Because, you know, there's still, as we see in the film, there's still some programming in her. About like the... For example, like she can't attack someone because of the certain pheromone or whatever. But I think that's anyone who smells it. I don't oh. think it's specifically programmed. But you could have a you could have a situation where some type of programming wears off, and maybe she has dreams about a sister or something that she completely forgot during yeah. the Black Widow program, and the movie is about her tracking that person down, or you know maybe think, fighting Taskmaster I at the same time. I think this movie is also dumb because in the canon of the movie, she already destroyed the Red Room and killed the general. Yeah, who led? So it's just repeating. It's repeating and so, itself. And this movie is just like actually. The Red Room is back. The General is alive. Yeah. And all the widows who you thought you freed are now just mind-controlled drones because they don't want them to escape like you did. An interesting and film. that's interesting, but they don't really develop that. An interesting film would be if she got information that her sister, who she forgot or whatever, was yeah. actually alive and a Black Widow... And she has the one vial to like free her sister. Uh, and then the movie is her evading Taskmaster... As she's trying to get to her sister. And yeah. so you could have this really cool thriller where it's like her against Taskmaster, but cat and mouse. Yeah. She's just a lady, villain's Taskmaster. Yeah. Not just lady, you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah like yeah. she doesn't have like super guns or anything. Yeah. You know, and it's like a cross country thriller. Yeah. Like no country for old men That'll featuring cool. Scarlett Johansson. But that's, that's, but that's like what I said, like it could have been them on the run. Like Black yeah. Widow breaks out. Yelena from the Red Room and then they're on the run and and then the general guy is like oh, Taskmaster I'll pay you a million dollars yeah. if you go hunt them down something stupid like that whatever anything is better than what they did yeah um, sorry to go back and forth but again with the TV idea this this, sh- this movie really sh- probably should have been a TV show yeah either an origin story of the Red Room and the Black Black uh, origin story yeah um or a show called Widows and actually make it about the Widows and, and Yelena. Um, it would have been cool too if you had the TV show leading up to the Black Widow movie. Yeah. So that establishes Yelena yeah. as a character but and then the worlds meet in the movie. I think, and, and this is a pro, like what they did with this movie, like I said, is they were playing it safe and they introduced all these characters so that one day they can have a TV show or one day they can have another movie. Where yeah. you have more widows, where you have Red Guardian, and I'm like, you should have just started with that. Yeah, you know, start with the Red Guardian TV show, or even have Yelena as a villain, where it's like, yeah. and I mean, like maybe she survived an explosion in, um, yeah, in um, it's blanking. 
Um, Where? B. Um, Budapest. Budapest. Maybe she's who Black Widow thought she killed in Budapest. Yeah. And then she grows up to be Widow. Maybe and the Drakov's whole... daughter wasn't a little girl. Yeah. She was already a grown woman. And. But yeah, I think it'd be cool if you had like a like a more time with Elena as a villain leading up to her becoming the person she is so yeah. she can kill Black Widow because of her own personal that's reasons. A, that's actually another good point is like this movie introduces Yelena as a mind-controlled assassin, but she was killing under mind control. Yeah. When she's not under mind control, we don't really see her do bad things. She's still a killer. Um... But the movie just kind of brushes over that because they yeah. got to get to the next place you know, and she's you, helping Black Widow. You, you compare At that to... At the end of the movie, she's working for Valentina or whatever. Yeah. So it's like, oh, she's kind of in a grey area. I'm like, what are you doing here? Yeah. You compare it to Pick Winter Soldier. You know, all of Bucky's arc yeah. is coming to terms with what he did when he wasn't himself. Yeah. Like, he feels like he has to make amends yeah. for things that he didn't have any control over. But, the, see, the and Taskmaster in this movie Yelena, is also a mind-controlled yeah. Winter Soldier allegory. All the, it seems like the Black Widows are just like, oh, well, it wasn't my fault. Yeah. Shrug my shoulders, blood's not on my hands. Yeah. Where Bucky's, like, racking himself with guilt. Yeah. Because they don't have the time to develop any of these, and they introduced all these characters. You don't have the time. Yeah. You know, like, it's, like, I don't know. It's they, indefensible. Everything they did was wrong. Yeah. Um, they they really need to, They yeah, they need to really, cu- like. They need to get the TVA involved and erase the film. <laughs> yeah. Erase the timeline. Yeah, <laughs> it was a branching timeline. This is a variant <laughs> film. The real film is much better. <laughs> um. All right, I, I, like there's so many other things I want to talk about, but uh, you know, I think I think that's enough. Um, oh yeah, so I remember when Endgame came out and Hawkeye and Black Widow are fighting about who's going to sacrifice themselves. It's like this emotional scene, um, and I was like, yeah, that's great, but we've only seen Hawkeye and Black Widow together in like two or three movies, maybe. I'm like, they developed the relationship enough. Little did we know the real sacrifice was Marvel's enthusiasm for its characters. (laughs) Yeah. They developed it enough and it was a good scene, but I was like, they needed to develop that more. I think giving Hawkeye a secret family was weird. (laughs) Um, I forgot about that. And like, I I, I like the fact that Black Widow and Hawkeye's relationship is platonic, but it felt underdeveloped and I felt like an easy way to overcome that was just to make them romantic interests. Um, I know it's lazy and whatever, but in the short time that they have together on screen, it would have yeah. just been more easy. And then they sh- they tried. Uh, Joss Whedon tried to ship uh, Black Widow and Bruce Banner, <laughs> the whole, and that was weird. And so they've kind of mishandled Black Widow's relationships in a lot of ways. Um, and like I said, she's only been in short. You know, these, these characters have only been together for a short period of time when you think about it. So this movie being a standalone movie really could have used that opportunity to flesh out the relationship between Hawkeye and Black Widow. And like I said, if it came in between Infinity War and Endgame, you could have made a Budapest movie, like I said before, and really fleshed that out. Um, I know I'm rambling and repeating myself, but there is a lot of other things I want to talk about, yeah. but I've already forgot them and we, we've gone too long. Well, apparently... They used a male stunt stuntman for most of Taskmaster's time on screen. Yeah, and of then course. You, that guy's huge. There's a still. There's a there's a still 
in Black Widow where you can see they tried to Photoshop um, the female actress's head onto the stuntman's body. Yeah. And it looks weird. There's like a little, like a bobblehead effect. Yeah. I'm like, like, why not just have the woman in the suit the entire time? You don't have to make it. Because a male- they were doing the twist thing of like, oh, who is it? But like, but I called it like, yeah, like halfway you don't need, through the movie. You don't need to have a man in the suit to protect the twist. You know what I mean? Like, why can't just, it be a like? They didn't need the twist yeah. because this movie is stupid, and Taskmaster should have just been Taskmaster from the comics or another character completely. Yeah, I agree. Like, it, it was just stupid. Um. Oh, remember the whistling. Yeah, the whistling that's never explained. That was yeah. weird. I, th- I was like, did, did we, we miss, miss something? I'm feeling like I'm feeling. Oh, I yeah, think we missed it. Did, a, missed did a they bit. whistle once at the beginning of the I movie, like and it, we I feel didn't like right catch at the it. start when they were kids? They must have whistled, and we we went like we must have not. Been Our eyes were already glazed over. Yeah, we were already like boring. <laughs> yeah, because then they did this reoccur like reoccurring whistling you thing didn't, right at the end of the movie. There was not enough work in that to pay it yeah. off. Not and then close. and then Dave, uh, Red Guardian starts singing "Bye Bye Miss American Pie" to uh, Yelena, and I'm like, "This is so dumb! Like, <laughs> this is bad! Like, whoever wrote this should be ashamed." They're not, like I said, they're not because it's getting such good reviews. Yeah, it unfortunately, to quote The Simpsons, it is the children who are wrong. Yeah, like it. <laughs> it's just it's bad on so many levels, and. It's a shame that it is bad because fans have been asking for this for years and they kept putting it off, kept putting it off. And when they finally gave it to us, it was too little too late, like I said. Yeah. And at this point, it's kind of insulting. Yeah. Even if it was a good film, it's still too late. Yeah. And I really like Florence Pugh as Yelena and I would like to see her continue on in the future. And so in that sense... I'll be happy to see when she comes back in future shows and movies. But this, the way they introduced her here was so poorly done. And the way they tried to shoehorn it into the timeline and tried to shoehorn it into the release schedule and tried to shoehorn in so many other characters, just so poorly handled. And like I said, the overarching MCU, we're starting to see the cracks. Yeah. I know I'm probably, I've probably said this before, no, and, and honestly, always, I, don't, always, I don't think we've talked about the MCU like buckling before. I think we've talked about like fatigue at, at the very least. Oh yeah, fatigue. But yeah. I, like, I still like these movies. I still want to see more. Uh, it and makes me the nervous. TV, TV shows, and we'll talk the, about Loki. The next TV week. shows are pretty successful. The, I think they're holding it up. Yeah. At the but, at the moment, I know there was a gap because of yeah. COVID. So that that's one. But like thing. I said, like this movie was uninspired. Yeah. Like, Captain Marvel. Some people uninspired, liked it. Unnecessary. Yeah. You literally could have not had this movie and had Yelena show up in another show yeah. and just had like one flashback of to who she is. It would have been better than wasting all this time and money. Yeah. Or just wait a couple of years and make a Black Widow or a Widow's TV show or a Yelena TV show. I mean, we've got... Um, what's the next movie coming out? We've got Spider-Man, Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Yeah, the- I feel like that's going to be really bad. I really want it to be good, but I feel like it's going to drop the ball. I think it's going to be lots of CG everywhere. Yeah. It's going to be too much um, CG. 
we've got Spider-Man. We have Thor coming at some point. I think Thor will be good just because of Taika Waititi. He's yeah. not... Yeah, he, I feel like the movie itself doesn't really matter. It's just watching a Taika Waititi movie. Guardian somewhere along the line. He's a passionate... That's coming out later. He's a passionate director. He knows what he's doing. Doctor yeah. Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Eventually. That I'm interested to see what they do there. I feel like also, a lot keep of... In mind, they're doing a lot of work... To tie into the Doctor Strange movie. Yeah, keep in mind, because this was supposed to be the cosmic phase, remember? Yeah. And we were, we were confused because we were like, well, they screwed that up because they released Captain Marvel before the end of the mm. the Infinity Saga. I feel saga. like they're almost taking a pivot and with then, the cosmic phase and now. And then they released, they released Spider-Man, which wasn't part of the cosmic heroes. And then they released... Uh, Black Widow, and that's not cosmic at all. It's going to be interesting to see. What I think's happened is, I feel like, I'm not, this is all speculation, obviously. I don't know what I'm talking about. But, um, you know, like with Captain Marvel, we got the sense that, well, is the cosmic phase going to be like, you know, Captain Marvel in space with sword, all that kind of stuff. But it's almost like, we got a little bit of sword and stuff, but it's it's almost... also sort of transitioning into is the cosmic phase going to be more about multiverse yes no that's definitely what they're going it's kind of combination of both but i think what they're struggling with or at least what i think they might be struggling with in the future is having a balance of like street level heroes and the cosmic heroes because i feel like they don't know how to combine them both so like because what are they going to do with black panther 2 on the eternals like, but Eternals are cosmic because they're yeah, but that's not gonna be a good space. movie. We'll no, <laughs> but like at least that fits into the overarching yeah. cosmic arc. But Black Panther two, it's like, can Black Panther be in space? Well, comic books, of course he can. Yeah, but I feel like they don't know how to handle it at the moment. I feel like all the street level heroes will involve more of the sort of psychedelic multiversey stuff than space stuff. I mean, I feel like at the moment they're just keeping them separate. Like Falcon yeah. and Winter Soldier was just about that. Black Widow was just about that. WandaVision and Loki are about the multiverse, which will tie into Doctor Strange. And Captain Marvel 2 will tie into one the what we saw in WandaVision and in other cosmic heroes and Eternals, obviously. Stuff like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I Yeah, this is the first time... Even after, even after I didn't like Captain Marvel, and even and I really liked Endgame, but that had problems too. Um, and even even with the TV shows, it's like this is the first time I feel like I'm not sure they know what they're they're doing anymore. Look, I looked up the screenwriters. Um, the dude who actually produced the screenplay uh, did work on WandaVision and Thor Ragnarok. Um, but he Jack, didn't. Jack Schaefer. He didn't is write a woman, I believe. The person I looked at had a beard. Okay, never he, mind. The, the person who wrote the screenplay was a male. Jack but Schaefer. There were two people who wrote the story, so it's I think oh, it's, Jack Schaefer was, did the story. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and they had they one of them worked on One Division, but apart from that, it was pretty sparse. Like nothing really like yeah. sci-fi espionage. So I think maybe they were just commissioned they get, like yeah they they get screenwriters like we've talked about this I'm free yeah. feel like we've talked about this a hundred times and I feel like we might have even talked about it last week or the week before they get people in who script their job doctors, is yeah. to write scripts yeah, yeah their yeah. job isn't to make a good story their job isn't to write an incredible motion picture their it's job to get it is done to the get it done in the deadline hit the beats yeah paint by the numbers keep the execs happy and in cash yeah um well i hope they can find that spark 
You know, yeah. that's what I worry about. They need to be stricter. And I know that sounds stupid coming from me. I don't know anything about making movies, but there needs to I, be someone now who can say this script is not good enough. Yeah, but because remember when, you know, Star Wars, the Star Wars movies were coming out and we're like, you know, what was her name? Kathleen Kennedy was not overseeing it in the same way Kevin Feige was overseeing the MCU. The DC guys weren't overseeing it the same way. Kevin Feige is the guy with the plan. He's the guy with the passion. He's, you know... But now I'm like, it's gotten too far out of hand. Yeah. I don't think anyone can contain it. And no one, doesn't matter the amount of knowledge or passion you have for comic books and these yeah. movies. It's just like, it's too much now. Yeah. I don't know. We're saying all this. We'll see what happens when the next movie Yeah, Marvel they might turn it all around out. and it'll we'll be apologizing. Yeah. <laughs> and like I said, Thor, I just want to see it. So, yeah, like... And like I said, like I like these movies. I will continue to yeah. watch them. I'm you're like I always say, you're either in or you're out, and I'm yeah. in. I just I'm worried because yeah. I love these heroes. I love these yeah. comic books. I love this series of movies. But at the end of the day, we have a turd. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nothing. Like, I anybody will ne- like I will probably never rewatch this. Movie. No, me neither. Nothing anybody says, paid or otherwise, can yeah. change the fact that this movie is just elementally shit. Yeah. It's a bad movie regardless of whether it's a comic book movie or whatever. Like, it's just a bad movie. It's, yeah. So, it's like, you know, the MCU going forward, I hope it's amazing. Yeah. But they used to have, like, for me personally, well, we the MCU used to be yeah. having incredibly high we, standards. We won't talk about this now. We will talk. We might do a whole episode on it. We might talk about it never. We, but we won't talk about it now. But I just want to bring it up. I miss the days before the MCU. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, we've talked about this I briefly. Feel like spy- I feel like su- superhero movies were better yeah. before Iron Man came out. <laughs> yeah. There's Look, been great ones since then, I think there's been great MCU movies. We have waxed poetic but, before about yeah. pre- and post-superhero yeah. movies. Yeah. We'll do, maybe we'll do an episode on yeah. one The day. MCU pretty much destroyed Hollywood, in yeah. a sense. Oh, it did. It, it destroyed cinema in a sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> single-handedly, it, it, it is. You know, like, I love the MCU, but like, I also hate we the did. MCU. We talked about Fast and Furious not that long ago, and it worked. For, yeah, it, it everything and it worked for the Fast and Furious, but yeah. everything has to turn into they superhero. They turned Star Wars into superhero movies, and they turned everything into franchise, uh, episodic content. Yeah. yeah, it's no longer about making a good movie. It's about how much content can we get out of this? How much? How much yeah. can we stretch this? And that's why I think these shows. Yeah. These movies should be, be would be better on TV, yeah. and that's why the Marvel shows have been so far been pretty good. And the Mandalorian was better than the movies. Yeah, which, you know, what a because they the way they make these movies is better for like cheap disposable TV. Yeah, because they're not treating them as movies. Yeah, they're treating them as content to release over weeks to make money and to generate buzz and to get subscriptions yeah. and stuff. So they're not movies anymore. That's that's a problem. Well, anyway, we'll ramble on too long. I apologize. Yeah. This was a bad episode. Yeah. Black Widow sucks. Don't recommend Black it. Black Widow sucks. And this review sucks even more because I rambled on too much. But we did something that I haven't seen anyone else do is actually talk about the problems in the movie Yeah, and the problems with the MCU. Because most people are loving this movie because the, anything MCU does, they'll blow smoke. But anyway, yeah. Look, as you said, you know, we we talk, we you know, we will review how we actually see the film. And yeah. We talk about how we view the film, and this is not a positive uh, film. Uh, not a positive review, and not a good film, I should say. 
Um, you know, I think hopefully we'll have better words to say next week about Loki. Yep. Um, uh, which will be yeah. our next week. Unless they screw up the unless, ending. Unless they monumentally <laughs> so wreck far, it. Yeah. Even if they screw up the ending, it'll still be mostly a positive Five review. episodes would have been good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All righty. Uh, that's all for this week. We're all exhausted and hungry in the yeah. studio Apologies, now. everyone. This, this <laughs> review sucked. I, I ruined it. To be fair, it but the movie sucked. It was soul crushing. So, it was soul crushing because yeah. we all had high hopes. Actually, when we watched it, we paid for premiere access. So yeah, I, was we glad did, we, I was glad we didn't go to the movies. <laughs> we did the right thing though. Watching it at Callum Nathan's house on the projector. It was still and good. I was like, one, I still feel bad for paying for it. And two, I was just like leaving you guys' house and I was just like, I'm so disappointed. Yeah, like, he just like, sat in his car for five minutes. It's not yeah, like, it's not like, like oh. we have any... Drove home with like no music on, yeah, just yeah. silence. It's not like we were invested in it being a bad movie, you know? Yeah. It's like, I wanted it to succeed. Oh, I wanted it to be good. I was like, yeah, Black Because there's not finally. that many great espionage movies yeah. and she's the perfect character for an espionage Yeah, for the MCU, franchise. this is their spy movie. Yeah. Their, oh God, they screwed it up. That's all for this week, everybody. Please like and share the Tuesday Review Facebook page. Uh, the Twitter, the Instagram, yeah, Insta, yep. um, you know, rate, we, review, rate review, subscribe. You can on find the Apple Podcasts and on the Spotify and on your regular podcast app. Adios, cousins. <laughs>